Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning. Good morning to you, Faja. Faja. Love that. And good morning to you listeners. That's right. Thanks good for morning. being with us this morning. Yes, thank you very much. And thank you for putting up with, uh, with us. I can't even talk as we uh, tell you how a great breakfast we had again and all that stuff. I'm sure you're like, can you two stop about that and just well, get to the topic? I really wish you would stop <laughs> including me in this because oh, you're the sorry. only one who's talking about well, this. Well, I love food so much, so, so I just it just keeps coming out. So I'm it's sorry. not us. It's <laughs> you, really. That's the problem here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It, it kind of always is. So why don't it? you just yeah. apologize on behalf of yourself? And I apologize on behalf of myself. While you're at it, I'll take the apology too, because I'm tired of hearing about your <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> and since Brad does the editing, this the entire conversation may disappear. <laughs> <laughs> if we're all lucky. <laughs> well, happy February, everybody. We are into February, if you mm -hmm. can even believe it. And I just wanted to let each and every one of you know, because I think that's around when this episode will be dropping. You are all our Valentine. There you go. And I'm that's speaking right. for you and me there, Dad. All right. Very good. Thank you. You, yes. our listeners, yes. are our Valentine. It really? It's true. It's true. It's a. It's amazing. Yeah. Will you yeah. be? My, will you be our Valentine? Thank you for hanging with us. Yes. Thank you. So we hope on February, right around the 14th. There's a big spike in downloads. <laughs> <laughs> when us and all of our Valentines get together to listen. That's correct. That's right. And uh, I don't know, I guess it has no, that ha statement has no relation to our topic, but I wanted to introduce our topic today because I was thinking of, and I don't know how it came across my head, but Proverbs. It came across your head because you constantly have proverbs playing they do they do so you in know the behind the scenes in your brain yeah and i was thinking of, of of proverbs and then i was like oh maybe this might be might be a very good topic because i think it's very appropriate for business and it has to do the proverb of a you know a drowning man will clutch a straw you know you've heard that uh phrase and i thought about it because in business very often, um, that's kind of what you do. And you do it in life also, you know. Um, and basically, it, it deals with the fact of when faced with, you know, a dire circumstances or adversity, um, people will grasp at even the smallest chance for survival and so on. Well, and I think what it says to me is you think that a dying man will grasp a straw Sometimes like in drowning that... mass, not dining, <laughs> not dying, drowning. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I don't a have a Now a, a, a dining man will grasp a straw. <laughs> a drinking, a drinking man will grasp a straw. <laughs> and actually when I first was thinking about it and I thought dining, I said, you know, I am really pissed off at the fact that they don't give you straws anymore you gotta beg for them you gotta ask for them i, was like, I mean that you do feel desperate <laughs> desperate do. at a restaurant when they give you a drink and you're you're trying to grasp a straw and you can't find one <laughs> so i'm gonna rename the, the proverbs to a dining man <laughs> these are the proverbs that go through my brain 
a dining man will grasp a straw. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, where remember were we? one thing. In, no, not even a dad in joke des- now. <laughs> in desperate situations, a good laugh can be a lifeline. <laughs> was that, a, that was a dad joke. That was a dad joke? <laughs> yeah. At least it was relevant. It wasn't good, but it was relevant. <laughs> it was relevant. Okay. Um, man, we're what? How many minutes in and this has just been complete garbage so far? Four minutes and 37 seconds. <laughs> of complete garbage. <laughs> so sorry, listeners. Okay, back on topic. Um, okay, so that old proverb. <laughs> now we've just lost it. I know. That old proverb, though, a drowning man will grasp a straw. To me, um, it just speaks to like when you are just in the that fit of desperation and, mm-hmm. and sometimes you you get to the point where you're just you're not able to see what's in front of you right and you kind of lose all focus and you're i mean it's that desperation right where where you're kind of like just wondering what is your way out or how do you find a solution i think that the lesson and i don't know if it's a lesson but like what we want to talk about today is how can you take that moment and make sh- and make sure that you're checking yourself because mm-hmm. grasping a straw as a drowning man right that's not going to save you how do you in that moment when it's very easy to cling to gimmicks and things that are like the bright shiny object or just anything that you know that's in front of you how do you like discern when to take action so that you don't end up flailing uncontrollably grasping for straws but instead find the shall i use a titanic reference find a find a door that two people definitely could have been saved by but only one was but you know what i mean or a life raft or i don't know if that titanic reference hit or not but we'll continue it doesn't matter (laughs) No, it's very true because uh, we everyone it's in some point of their life is desperate in in whatever situation it could be you desperately need a job, you desperately you don't you lost your job or you don't have enough money to pay bills or things are getting stressful, and it's almost like in those times we do the most ridiculous things like. I'll buy more lottery tickets because I, I need to win the lottery. You know, like right. your chances are going to go from a billion trillion to one to the same odds, which are well, terrible. Well, you spend money that you don't you're have, spending right? money you don't to have. do that. Correct. Or, I mean, or you just literally, and that's where the phrase comes from, grasp at straws, like as if that's going to going to do something i think of it i mean i work in the field of professional selling Mm -hmm. think about time you know it's a stressful stressful career Mm -hmm. you know you have highs you have lows and sometimes there's feast and sometimes it's famine Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think of like the mindset of salespeople and how sometimes you know you could start grasping at straws spending your time on opportunities that are not going to that's right not not gonna you know bear any fruit or you know be a good use of your time because you're just you're grasping at straws right you're trying to you're desperate and you start to do things that are counterproductive and counterintuitive right so now now the positive there is there is and now i'm sure some of you listening are are saying well, well hold on a minute 
I was desperate. I'm just using, I'll stay with your sales effort, but I was desperate. You know, every, uh, this per these, this prospect wasn't responding to emails, letters, anything. And, you know, I finally hopped on a plane, went over there or got in my car and took a chance. And everybody told me I was grasping at straws, but I went and met the person and, you know, we hit it off and I got a big account. Great. Those things can happen. Yeah, but there was also probably some logic to that if you actually put that That's through right. some kind of a filter. That's right. So I think you also have to be careful clinging to an example of a time that something ridiculous worked. Mm -hmm. And then, as, yeah, and then extrapolating that, that it'll work, right. you know, in, in all kinds. And it depends on the cost. You know, if it was, I got in my car and I went over to the office and happened to meet the person. Well, that wasn't really a well, straw. Maybe that that's was just, something you know, that you just should have done. That was a good done strategy, earlier. right? <laughs> exactly. You know, but if you're going to, you know, go on a plane and take a, a few days and it costs thousands of dollars and the hotel and the whole bit, well, was that really smart? You know, so right. it, it all depends. But that's exactly it. We tend to start to make, that's why I love that phrase, because we literally tend to grasp at things that have such a low likelihood of working. Well, and I think you know? the what was kind of going through my mind when I threw out the example in sales is more how you behave in certain situations, right? So if you're desperate and you need you need that sale so bad, people can tell. And right. that's an, an automatic turnoff, right? Mm -hmm. If you are over aggressive, if you are pushy, if all of the sudden you're assuming that they're finding issue with something that they've taken no issue with and you're mm -hmm. coming back and, you know, hey, I, I thought about, you know, presenting your own objections. Hey, right. I thought about, you know, uh, if you have a problem with the price, we can actually go lower, <laughs> you know, like that kind of stuff where you're you overdo it, I think is kind of where my head was going from, you know, just that that sales yeah. actually um you just brought up example something. we literally had a, a, a vendor offer us a service that we might want or might not want i'm not going to get into any details this is the god's honest truth and well i would hate if you were lying on this podcast no, 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 I, meant, I know that i didn't mean it that way when i'm Good. being vague without giving details Good, but, because yes. listeners this is a podcast of authenticity <laughs> and integrity <laughs> <laughs> now I'm grasping at straws to try to recover from that. that, that thing. So we we met, had a, you know, they did a demo, they did a whole thing and everything and thought, maybe, maybe, but not sure. Sent us a proposal. They sent a proposal. The price was like, whoa, no, absolutely, like off the charts, no. So we just said, no, 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 it's okay. We're not going to do it. You know, your, the prices was, you know, we didn't think it was in that ballpark. Do you know that that, that salesperson came back and said, um, okay, let me sharpen my pencil and came back 50% less. <laughs> why would you even, why would they even throw the first price out? Correct. I mean, I've seen. <laughs> let me I, I sharpen my, my pencil. <laughs> yeah, I spoke to my boss and I was able to. See, this to, feels a bit like buying a car. Exactly. How come the, and how come they didn't come back with questions like, "Hey, thank wh you. What is what's most concerning to you about the pricing, well, or, or what, what was where, it? What about? were you expecting?" Correct. <laughs> it was so dramatic that I literally just said to to 
my my coworker. This person is full of shit. I will not now. I don't want to do business with this company. Right. Period. Let me sharpen my pencil. And so we said, <laughs> we said thanks for the update, but we're still not interested. And it was like, why? And I literally wrote back and I said, I'm disappointed that you didn't even come close. You did you think we would have, like, if if we said yes initially, that's a massive profit. You know, we're talking. Like and like Lots you were you were able to drop that price not even by like going to you know go, going to like the managers managers managers. It was two days later. <laughs> you know, like so. this just reminds me of like buying a car. <laughs> right. You know, and yeah. like and they're like, uh, let me see what I can do, and they they like basically spin around. They don't talk to anyone, and they're like, all right, I talked to somebody, and we could drop it twenty percent. Then offer. then you're like, no, it's still not good. They're like, yeah. ooh, you're really you know what you're really giving me a hard time. Let me go talk to the manager. They're yeah. like, you know what, we could do. 75%. Yeah, right. That's what this was. So, you know, he, he was that that person was grasping at straws, you know, except that it was it was just ridiculous, you know, it was so ridiculous. But anyway, you bring up a good point because although you you know you're going to get somebody that'll say, "Well, no, you're not let's take that example where I said that someone might be listening saying, "Yeah, but you didn't try all avenues, right?" you know, might be what somebody would be thinking about. And that's where, to your point, I want to get into, we want to get into be reasonable. And now when you are in that desperation situation, you need to stop, step back, and you have to start looking at certain things. Like, you know, how did we get into the situation? Look at yourself. Why am I in this situation? What happened? See if we can, you know, and we can go through some examples, yeah. but I um, mean, to me, the biggest thing is when you feel yourself and we've all been there. And I mean, you know, you said sometimes, you know, every so often in, mm -hmm. in people's life, they may feel that you, you may feel this every day. You know, there you may could. be moments in your every day where you feel a little bit like you're out of control and, and have that feeling of desperation. It, it, it depends. And there's no shame in that. So I think. To me, the biggest thing is like when you have that moment or when you are in a period or season of life where you feel out of sorts and you feel a little bit desperate, maybe unhinged. I think it's just about recognizing that and, yes. and letting it be and taking a pause and saying to yourself, I'm not going to make any decisions feeling this way at this very moment until I've done a few things. Right. And some of those things and, and yeah, I think that's what, let's talk things. about some yeah. of those things, but like just checking that emotion of, I feel desperate right now, or I feel out of sorts. Um, here are a few things I'm going to do to make sure that I am discerning the right next steps so mm -hmm. that I don't grasp at straws Right. or I grasp at the right straws. <laughs> if I'm, if I'm drinking, I grasp at a straw, but Get if I'm drowning, I don't. Get the straws out of the way so you can see what other tools you have in your th in your thing. So um, I will say for me, like I'm going to just say release excuses because very often I know that I blame outside forces. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's your fault, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all my fault. All your problems. <laughs> right. So, well, because Actually, it's... you don't usually blame me for your problems because I'm your favorite. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. Mom, my brothers, <laughs> you have you love to make excuses for them being your problems, but not me, because I'm your favorite. 
boy, I'll tell you. So thanks for listening, everybody. I got to go. No, <laughs> Sorry. No, but it's very important to see why am I reacting this way? In other words, I, I try to look inward first and just say, why, what happened? What am, what am I doing? What, what, you know, went on and reflect on how I might've contributed to the situation and then identify actionable steps I can take going forward. Now, an example of that could be, let's use the salesperson example or, you know, for, for the time being, maybe I need somebody else involved. Like maybe a third person can come in from another angle or... Well, even just you know, that's what to, that's you know, what you have, you know, your leadership and and your counterparts and stuff right. for is to, you know, also kind of like when you're feeling that way, sometimes you, you need um, you need kind of like your board of directors, right? Mm -hmm. Or the mm -hmm. people that you trust that you can bounce something off of to to kind of say, oh, hey, OK, what do you think? Here's the right. situation. What would you do? Yes. And what do you think of this next step? Or what can you do? In other words, you know, hey, Christina, why don't you reach out? And, yeah, and let's I, I kind of took this, this as far standpoint. as I can take this. Can, yeah. can you maybe take a different tact? Correct. You know, Correct. something that you said about releasing excuses, I think is really powerful mm -hmm. when you're in that, uh, you know, like in that feeling of desperation, because there's something uh, powerful about the idea that you have control. Because mm -hmm. sometimes the excuses are blaming other people and feeling or like other events. Yeah. or other events, right? People, events, situations, mm -hmm. external factors, whatever it is. Um, but sometimes the excuses make you feel out of control because you don't feel like you have the ability to change things. Right. So if you take, I think, responsibility for certain things and some ownership over what's happening, mm -hmm. all of a sudden you are mentally in a place of empowerment versus being in a place of reaction and, you know, an inability to control Correct. anything. Yep. And, and we can never forget the, the fact that we are as talented as we may feel we are, and we may be very talented. We don't have all the answers. And we are also, what happens is the, in my case, in most cases, the emotions well up so far that it pushes away any rationality and anything right. else. And I, and I need that other opinion, the person who's not so intimately involved in it, you know? Yeah. So, so that's the, the, you know, probably the biggest thing is to get yourself out. It, 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 basically what I'm saying is take yourself out of the equation Yeah. and go talk to people and don't be afraid that they're going to think you're weak or, or, or stupid or whatever. Find trusted people that you have and go there. Yeah. Um, I think shifting another, your focus is another thing awesome. that, yeah. you know, you can, and what can that look like? That can look like taking a walk around the block. Mm -hmm. It can look like doing some breathing exercises. I mean, I find like deep breathing to be super helpful if, you know, if you feel like you're in a point of overwhelm. Um, it could be, you know, focusing on if you have pets, right? Like, you know, taking a few minutes and giving them a treat, like shift your focus away from the, the thing that is depleting you. And I think sometimes then all of a sudden you can it's come true. back to that and you have kind of like a, 
a renewed perspective. I don't like the exercise part, but other than that, uh, I think... <laughs> I didn't think you would you know. appreciate that. <laughs> All right, let me put this in perspective that you would understand. Hold on, let me... See, this is this is textbook not knowing my audience here, Dad. Um, go get some ice cream. There you go. Okay, right. Right? We yeah. haven't talked about Carvel in a minute. We haven't, yeah. So, you know... Run over was... to your local Carvel, get mm -hmm. yourself, you know, a big vanilla soft serve sundae with your... Black cherries, black Bordeaux cherries, black Bordeaux connect. cherries, and, and your cream. hot fudge and whipped cream. No, or no, 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 hot no, fudge. no, no, hot fudge. Oh, I hot messed fudge, that up. You can have a hot fudge sundae, but not with the cherries. That's right. That's right. I yes. messed that up before yeah, when I no. got you a sundae. I think. Yeah, you did, but it was still delicious. And then you let me eat it. So, You're right. <laughs> um, so in no, the context you understand, yes. go for yes. ice cream. Do something that you enjoy that takes your mind off of. And and in a business situation. environment, just as aggravated or stressed or depressed or however you feel do something else yeah just do something else for a while and if you're in an office you know? it could just mean taking a lap around the yeah. office and going and talking to somebody that generally is a positive person and right. influence that brings you up right and if we link it to the first part bring other people in to get their opinion and so on be open to those other opinions yeah which also would change your focus, mm -hmm. you know, because it's like, wow, I didn't, I never thought of it from, from that angle. I never thought of it this way. So very good. I like that. Um, the other thing I want to add, another thing to do along this way is to be positive, start to, you know, try to move that emotional welling down by thinking positive think of some of the good things going on around you because uh that you can get into a negative voice that starts to challenge everyone and everything yeah it would never challenge the ice cream that's why i like going to carvel would be would be good <laughs> no negativity when no you're talking about ice cream there. that's right but it's true i, I mean you can l use journaling or just, you know, take mm -hmm. a piece of paper and write down a bunch of things that went well. Yeah. And I bet you as you start jotting those things down, you all of a sudden start seeing a pattern that mm -hmm. could even be the solution to that thing that's making you feel desperate and out of control in the moment. Right. That's very, very true. And then get with positive people. Yeah. So another thing is really getting in tune with the facts mm -hmm. because sometimes well, there you go. That, that's what all of this, I'm, yeah. I'm not cutting you off. I'm sorry. Oh. I love that. Everything we just said will help distill you down to let's get to the facts yeah. of the situation. Because oftentimes when we feel like, I know for me, like a lot of times when I feel out of control, it's often because I'm letting my mind run away. Yes. Right. Yes. And my mind is just making shit up. My mind is like, terrible idea everyone's gonna hate that like mm -hmm. you know or it's right or it's like oh that person must think you know this about what you just said or you know it's it's your mind often inventing things that yes. have not actually happened right. and you you know yeah maybe somebody is thinking some of the things that are in your mind but you don't know that and who are you to assume mm -hmm. so i think sometimes it's just like really getting clear with the facts whether that's writing them down whether that's like really tr trying to take away the things that you're assuming and your own opinions and just putting down okay like what actually happened like what is there and like what 
looking at the facts may actually help you to figure out, okay, like, where do I go from here mm -hmm. without it being all of the, the heaviness of your own opinions and the opinions you think other people have and all these assumptions that you're making that are clouding your judgment and making you feel, um, you know, like you're not going to be able to, to get to the other side. Right. Right. Very good. That's right. And so basically, um, if we realize, and, and I have learned this, and I think as you go through life, you learn it, adversity is actually an opportunity for growth. There have been many times when I've thought, and I know that old phrase, you know, when one door closes, another one opens, and so on. Um, a lot of times it's true. Something, something happened that blocked you from a direction, but think about it. Usually it's a direction that you chose or an avenue you chose or a plan that you chose or something you chose who the heck says that that was the right plan or the right direction or the right journey sometimes that door closing shoves you in another direction that's better and a, a far better outcome than the other so think about that it's also an opportunity if you do these steps you become a better person because now instead of wallowing in my depression and woe is me and all that, I've reached out to other people. I'm trying to follow if I do it right. All those stuff. I've reached out to others. We've already established we're not good at creating lists. <laughs> right. Uh, but so by like to your point, by adopting these practical approaches, then we actually emerge stronger, more resilient and probably, probably uh, a far better outcome because sometimes stay with your prospect thing. You think you wanted that client, that client could have been a nightmare, but because you couldn't get it and you got practical and went in a different direction, you got a better client, more money. Yeah. Let them go. That vendor, you know? that, that vendor that sharpened their pencil may have really dodged a bullet, not working with you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're a tough customer effort. <laughs> I mean if you think about it it's kind of silly it almost is silly like just take the price it was 50% <laughs> but it scared me it's like well what else are they going to pull like that that's <laughs> well you're also you know? like it is this the real price or if I <laughs> if I challenge them again will it be 50% less again <laughs> I almost wanted to call them up and go how about if you give us you know a uh, hundred thousand dollars and, and then do the service like, like you could have gone back to him he starts at a hundred grand you're like whoa that was crazy he's like hold on here's 50 how about 50 grand and then you come back and you're like i'll give you five and they're like done you see <laughs> like, what's the actual price i should have talked to more <laughs> what people. value does this actually have exactly exactly <laughs> but so, i think you know, you know to say something super cliche, mm -hmm. um, and maybe Brad will edit this out as he's listening and rolling his eyes, but <laughs> I really think like, you know, every day you get to start over, right? Like with every sleep comes an opportunity for a mm -hmm. new day. And sometimes you just need to sleep on things, you know, and right. don't let the desperation make you feel such urgency and you know just that's i think that's the biggest thing is just like let yourself sleep on it because tomorrow is a new day mm -hmm. and i think sometimes that's not one of the things that we were talking about but sometimes a rest and a good sleep 
all of a sudden, you know, gives way to a lot of answers that you have trouble finding too. So that's why I nap all day long. Yeah. You have many new days within a, (laughs) within a 24 hour period. (laughs) Why did the drowning man (sighs) refuse to, to let go of the dictionary? He was clinging at straws. He was hoping to find the word buoyancy. <laughs> These are very, did you find dad jokes that were relevant to our topic? I did. <laughs> at least I have to give you that this time. It's much better than usual. <laughs> at least they're relevant. Well, listeners, if you, I re, I've, you've made me want to just end here. <laughs> I, I don't know if we were going to recap or anything, but. I think we're going to end here. I think we're just going to have done. to end here because I think I'm done with this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> listeners. It feels a little like you're grasping at straws for this episode, Dad. <laughs> anyway, listeners, if you liked what you heard, please give us a follow. Share with a friend if it's something that you think could be of benefit. And we love five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, when you say something nice, it, it feels really good. So <laughs> feel free to drop one of those um, on our episode if you feel so inclined. Thank you. Wherever you are, whatever your story, thanks for spending time with us this morning. Now, go and make a difference in your world. And I am not going to give another dad joke during the conclusion. Here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to give everyone a break. Thank you. I promise. Hope, I hope you're being honest. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. We will see you soon. Yes, thank you.